I coach on this topic a lot. Should you be yourself all the time? What I mean is, are there situations where you should show up differently? How can you be your authentic self while also being professional? We originally aired this episode in early 2021, and today we're re-airing this episode so that you can learn how to be yourself, but with a twist. Listen in. All right. So this one's really fun. I have to say that I love this topic because I was actually listening to another podcast where someone was really talking about this topic because we get told so many times in our life, hey, just walk into that and be yourself. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, Steve, how many times have you been told just be yourself and did that always work for you? Yeah, it's a funny question. I think I think I have no idea how many times because I just completely tune it out. <laughs> because anytime anyone's ever said that, it means nothing to means me nothing. and I just don't even think mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. What do you think people are trying to say when they're saying be yourself? I don't know. I, I'm, I love this podcast episode because of that exact point. Like, I don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what it actually is trying mm-hmm. to get at. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a uh, nicism that we say, mm-hmm. or it's something to try to encourage somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I think it's just a term that we use, but I'm going to give a little bit of focus to it. All right. Perfect. So here's what I feel like being yourself means. First of all, this is what people are trying to say, but the problem is, is that we don't always know what to do about it. Okay. So being yourself means you like who you are. I think that's a big one. Like being yourself means I like who I am. It means living my life how I want to live it regardless of people's opinions. And also I would just throw one more in there and say being myself means respecting myself. So those are some like things, layers of which I think people are trying to say. Uh huh. But I think that the context that people are usually saying it in are in things like if you're afraid or if you're going into an interview or you're going on a date or something like that. And so people are, ah, oh, just get in there and be yourself. <laughs> Right, which is great advice. Thanks. Now I totally know what to do. It's so that clear. Be scary. <laughs> I think you just made it worse because right. I was already at least I had a plan before. Right. Now I'm supposed to just be myself. Be myself. Okay. Right. Easy. Cool. So this can really be a struggle at times because what we hear all the time is, "Hey, be yourself." But really, the question is, are we really meant to be ourselves all the time? Mm-hmm. I think that right there is the "be yourself" with a twist. Ah, okay. So wait, what's the twist part? So the twist is be yourself strategically. Yes. (laughs) It's like the truth is be myself appropriately. Be myself with knowing who my audience is. Be myself uh, reading other people's body language. Be myself knowing that other people are telling a story and it's not my time to tell a story. Like there's so many just like soft skills nuances around me that if I was truly my just true self, Uh that I would really be missing a lot of yeah (laughs) well yeah because we're talking about scenarios where there's an intent there's uh, something a goal something you're trying to get to Mm -hmm. like an interview and so if you're just yourself you know when i hear that (laughs) phrase i do kind of think like oh just be relaxed right well if you're just relaxed you're probably not getting that job (laughs) right right there's some intention there's some strategy Mm -hmm. right so i'll just actually go right to my big flop story okay (laughs) that i've shared with you before (laughs) which was i was about in my early 30s and i was a client lead with a group. And my boss sent me out and had all the information. I was ready to go. And I had my team and my team knew what to do. I was confident in the delivery piece that the client had asked us to deliver, right? But I was the one who sat in there with the meetings all day long ahead of time. And sometimes it even had nothing to do with me, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the lead on the other side was very type A. On the client side. Yeah, on the client side. I did all my work. I was ready to go. 
But she was second guessing all day long. Are you guys ready? Are, are you good? It's almost like she needed me to reassure her all day long that we were good to go. Now, let me just preface with, at the end of the next day, we did exactly what the client wanted, okay? We won. They loved it, but when it came down to it, that person called my boss and said, I loved the delivery of your team. Next time, I don't want Sunny to be the team lead. Right, and the whole time, <laughs> the experience was unsettling to her because she yes. didn't know if, if you had it or not. And I missed it. I completely missed it. Now, I will tell you that like those are those learning moments in life. I was like, Ouch. And my boss even said to me, Sunday, take a deep breath. We all, this is how we learn. Mm -hmm. We cannot please everyone. But he's like, let's just think about what happened. And what happened was, is that in general, you know, you work with me. I tend to lean on the casual side of things. I really do all the research and prep, but I don't always tell people that I'm doing the research and prep. Mm -hmm. I just kind of deliver and people think, well, that was amazing. But I, I don't walk people through that piece. And she needed me to kind of lean into her uptightness, I hate to say, and stop being so relaxed because it made her nervous the entire day and that wasn't reassuring to her so so yeah just being yourself wasn't good enough (laughs) it didn't work yeah even though on your side you're fine yeah reality of working with other people in this story yeah is there needs to be communication they don't know what's inside of you yeah you know what's really funny is i really thought that that was like the greatest part about me. You know, like (laughs) I thought, well, when you work with me, Uh you're going to just have such a relaxed experience. Like I thought that was kind of my superpower, you know? And this is why self-awareness is so important because now that you're aware of that dynamic of yourself, Mm -hmm. you can add that twist, that strategy part to know, oh, okay, I'm super relaxed and I got this and I'm good, Mm -hmm. but I need to be strategic in this moment, not just being myself and actually you know, share what this person needs to hear. Absolutely. So when I say to people be themselves, I'm really kind of going into the inner is what I'm saying. So when I say someone, Hey, by the, at the end of the day, be yourself in the interview. It's also to remind them that at the end of the day, they have to love themselves regardless of the outcome. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's a little bit of the be yourself. It's also things like I am a smiley person. You know, I lead with certain, I like to use the word essence. Uh There's a Sunday essence. There's a Steve essence. That's kind of going to be there. But it's not going to be without some specific strategy. So in an interview, just like that, if I'm sitting by someone, I always tell my extroverts and my introverts to really like walk into, make sure that they recognize the other side of them. Yeah. Because if I'm sitting in an interview and you're sitting there and I am just naturally high energy and you are lower. Yeah. I am going to overwhelm you with my being myself. Right. And it kind of frees you too from having to walk away with any bitterness. Mm -hmm. Because I'm imagining... uh, a job interview scenario that I've experienced this and I've heard others have is, well, they should just know I'm great. Like I don't need to, some people are (laughs) uncomfortable with kind of bragging on yourself and some people feel like, well, it's all there. It's, it's clear. Right. And it's like, no, it's not clear to them. You need to say it. That's the strategy part. That's Mm -hmm. the, if I'm just myself, I just say, Hey, I want this here. I am. I'm qualified. Right. No, they need to hear why they need to actually see the proof. Mm -hmm. They need to hear the examples and, yeah, that might not be my natural tendency, mm-hmm. but that's the strategic twist of, yep. okay, I actually know that I need to brag on myself a little bit now mm-hmm. because 
this person doesn't know how great I am. Right. They <laughs> don't. And you're going to crack up at this one. And it's a small thing. And people are going to think, really, Cindy? Like you, you would go to that extent. Uh-huh. But when I was also walking into my career in my late 20s, early 30s, I was around a lot of really top notch doctors who were super, super smart. I wasn't one. I was not a doctor, right? But I noticed at dinner that there was certain small talk that always took place. And I as their client, had to sit there amongst them. So guess what else was strategically be myself? Like just literally, so it's going to date me, but reading the newspaper, the headlines on the airplane flight there, just so I knew who was winning, what was on top, what were some maybe things that happened in the world right there so that I just wasn't behind when they were talking. So that could sound like, well, Sunday, you don't usually read the paper. Well, I was working and walking into that space where they all talk about these topics. Right, and it applies really in every area of life, but I'm thinking relationships too, because like for me in my marriage, I know that we have different personalities, actually pretty opposite personalities. So if I'm just quote being myself all the time, I'm not serving her needs Mm -hmm. at all because I'm never naturally going to do the stuff that Mm -hmm. she needs to hear or to have me do. And so there is that give and take in any relationship of, yeah, be myself and understand what your needs are and they might be different like we see in people's personality assessments often Mm -hmm. i might not naturally communicate details but you really need details in order to go forward and do something well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well then i I can't just be myself i actually need to stretch and give you the details that i wouldn't naturally give yeah i mean think about it if you were married to someone and just being yourself meant that you never cleaned up after yourself (laughs) just being myself (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So I thought what we could do is really talk a little bit about where to start with that. Because I think the how-tos is a little bit difficult for people sometimes. So we have so many things that we have to do. So let me just first of all give the example of I as a coach have clients walk in the door all the time who are in different places and in different moods. So first thing is to just start to really be self-aware of what's happening around you. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had moments, I I might have told you this example one time where I was ready to talk about something and I sensed a shift in a mood with one of my clients. And uh, if I wanted to keep barreling on, I could have, but I saw some sadness. And so I literally just shut my computer and just the act of closing my computer made her open up and we had a lot more that was happening in that moment. So being very aware of ourselves is one thing. But I really love this. One of our coworkers phrased something that I had never heard specifically phrased this way, which was she asked somebody else, how do you experience me? So I feel like that's a great place to start because we might be thinking that we are portraying one thing and we are not. We're portraying something different. So get some feedback on how others actually do experience you and be ready for some honesty too. Such a good question. It's a challenging question, too. Yeah, I agree. So this one is really called Accept Your Personality Traits, which, by the way, is really you taking the time to make sure you do know yourself. I think that sometimes people don't always really know who they are. I need to accept that about myself and know how to flip the coin. So for the example of someone who is an introvert or an extrovert, so myself, I am an extrovert. And so I'm going to naturally lead with always having an idea for a conversation or I'm just not very uncomfortable in new settings. But the truth is when I walk into some settings in which I'm not supposed to be the lead, that would be me flipping the coin. I notice that there are other leaders in the room, other people who are owning that space. And that is not the time for me to extrovert, right? 
Flipping the coin for an introvert might, however, look like, and I coach on this one a lot, people who are introverted and sitting around a table and they do need to have some sort of a voice with that particular client because the client wants to know that they are an expert in a particular area. They need to flip the coin there and make sure they speak what's inside of their head because the client needs to know what they're thinking. So it's not natural for them to push themselves that way, but they're flipping the coin by speaking out and letting the client know what they're thinking. Yeah. And that plays into really the title of this around being yourself. There's a big portion of this, which is confidence in your unique abilities Mm -hmm. and who you are and what you bring to the table. And I was actually just made aware of this book I haven't read yet. It's called Story Driven. I was looking in kind of the comments around the book, and it says that every one of us, regardless of where we were born, how we were brought up, how many setbacks we've endured or privileges we've been afforded, has been conditioned to compete to win. But ironically, the people who create fulfilling lives and careers, the ones we respect, admire, and try to emulate, choose an alternative path to success. They have a powerful sense of identity. They don't worry about differentiating themselves from the competition or obsess about telling the right story. They tell the real story instead. And so it's really all about they don't feel like they need to compete or compare or, or be somebody else because they know who they are Mm -hmm. and they just stand confident in that. Mm -hmm. But it does start with awareness around who you are and then being just confident about that. Right. So that's really great. That's really good there because notice that you said that they were really comfortable with who they are and that's a starting place. Well, now I also need you to start to be aware and comfortable with where others are. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's, that's the part that's a little bit more strategic. And so I would say that the, that brings me into the next one, which is about do a little research, do some research about your audience. I give this example often that one of my first audiences was a group of neurologists. And that was a very, and I did a lot of talking to my boss about what kind of mindset they were coming into because I I just needed to meet them where they're at. I could never speak their language, but I could meet them where they're at. So do your research there. It's a very in the moment thing. Moving on to being in the moment, notice. If I walk into a room ready to tell a story and I'm super excited about it and I notice that the vibe in the room is very different, don't do it. Don't do that. That's a very, by the way, improv thing. You and I have both taken improv, and I think improv really does that whole don't come in with a plan, Uh kind of notice what's happening around you. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's a funny thing where you can almost plan to not plan in that way. Yeah. (laughs) Like if if you're going in knowing, okay, here's my plan, but I'm also going to notice the vibe, the temperature, and kind of go with that. Yes. Then you can be prepared and flexible. The last one would be also, I want to make sure I'm very clear about, you don't lie about who you are. Don't say you are something that you're not. Do you see the difference there? I'm not lying about who I am. I am being myself, recognizing who you are. So I'm not going to say, yeah, I'm, I love baseball. Guess what? I hate it so much. I think it's the most boring game ever, right? I'm going to be honest and say, actually, not up to speed at all with that one. Not my sport. You get it? I really love this mindset, and I think this summarizes it really well. Is We talked about you do need to be comfortable with yourself. So here's what I'd like to say about that is I'm enough no matter what. But the question is, which myself is the most suitable right now? That's really good. Say that again. I'm enough no matter what. The question is, which myself is the most suitable right now? All right. So you've probably been hearing about our coaching membership. So let me break it down for you real quick. What it is, is it's $50 a month and you get access to all the steps of the greenhouse method, which again is our unique coaching process for getting unstuck, 
figuring out what's next and really stepping into your potential. So whether you want to level up in your leadership skills or just kind of dial in your productivity and your focus, whether you're actually in a career transition or trying to figure out what you want to do next, or even for people kind of feeling burnout and stuck and you just want to talk to a coach, you can join the membership for just 50 bucks a month and get that help and even talk to a coach. So we kind of have a a team of really awesome coaches who right when you join, you get to take a little assessment and talk to one of us about where to start. So again, go to greenhousecoaching.co slash membership and give it a try. 